Two Dudes and a Cage. With your hosts, Charles Clark and Matt Johnson. Two Dudes and a Cage. We are back with another fight analysis for you. UFC 296. This card is absolutely stacked. We're just going to do the prelims and the main card. We're skipping the early prelims. We know you don't want to hear about them anyway. We're going to get right into the fights. And first up, what do we have, Matt? All right. First fight, it's a goodie. It's Casey O'Neill versus Ariane Lipsky. Uh, Casey O'Neill is a kickboxer, and Ariane Lipsky is a Muay Thai fighter. They both have very good takedown defense. So I I think this one's going to stay on the feet. I really think if Casey can manage the distance, she should be able to stay on the outside and keep fighting her fight. But if Ariane can get close enough and grab her, her Muay Thai is just on a different level. And I think that's going to cause a few issues for Casey. I know Ariane is the underdog. She's a plus 170, but I think she has the power advantage in this fight, and I think she's going to get it done with a close decision. But it's going to be a great start to the prelims. Okay, okay. I like it. Yeah, man. Casey's got three KOs, two subs. She is a BJJ brown belt. Her dad was a pro kickboxer. She had her first family fight when she was 15. She's a striker, grappler, which she's listed as. So she does mix it up well. Like you said, I saw they both have really high takedown defense. Ariane, six KOs, three subs, BJJ, purple belt, black belt, Muay Thai. She did Muay Thai before she did MMA. And, and I was thinking the same thing. This thing is probably going to turn into a stand-up fight. Um, Ariane, like you said, if she does get close... Get that clenched. It could mean trouble for Casey, but I feel like Casey is really popular. I think she's gonna edge it out, especially if it goes to this a decision. Casey should get the win, in my opinion. That's why she's favored. Yeah, yeah. That's just that's just how I feel. But I, I do see I do see where you're coming from, and I can see Ariane winning this fight on the switch. So you never know. There's a lot of these <laughs> fights that can go either way, especially in the prelims. Right, right. I was thinking the same thing. Like, man, uh, maybe maybe Matt will pick and that will help me decide. <laughs> Next up, I know who I'm picking in this fight. Cody Garbrandt versus Brian Keller. Cody, man, he's got 10 KOs. He was NCAA Division II wrestler. He's a former Bantamweight champ. Uh, uh, man, Cody's known for his knockouts and getting knocked out. His chin has been a, been a little suspect. He's had a, a quite a few bad knockouts. Uh, it, it just worries me a lot, honestly. Um, he's trying to make a little comeback. He's been doing well, though. Uh, Brian, he's got eight KOs, 10 sub, BJJ brown belt. Um, the, the guy likes to stand in bag. He comes forward quick, and he just throws his hands and, and comes at you. I know Brian is the underdog in this fight. Uh, I think Brian's going to win, but I think if he tries to just come too fast and go too crazy and just swing him, 
Cody could catch him and knock him out because that's what Cody does best. But I think Brian's going to land a better punch first, and, and he's probably going to knock Cody out. Well, very interesting. Yes. All right, so Cody in his last seven fights is two and five. Uh, four of those have been by K, uh, TKO or KO. Brian Kelleher is three and four in his last seven. Four of those have been by submission. Now, Cody is no he's not really known for his wrestling, but we know he's got really good wrestling. Right. Which makes Kelleher a little vulnerable if it goes to the ground. But Cody doesn't really use his wrestling like that. He did in the Dominic Cruz fight, and look what happened. He doesn't use it in his other fights. He gets very emotional in there, puts his chin up high, and just starts swinging. He might catch you, but you might catch him first. And that's a lot of the issue is what emotional state does Cody go into this fight? If Brian can frustrate Cody... It's going to be a firefight, and Brian has a high chance of winning and catching Cody. But Cody hasn't won two fights in a row since he became champion. He's won his last fight. I think I think he's going to get it done. I think he's going to get his first win streak in five-plus years. Hey, nice. Okay. I, I, I'd, I'd like to see him get that win. I do like Brian, though. I like Brian too. That one was tough, but I just think if Cody mixes it up well, he's with Extreme Couture now. Yeah. And, you know, Randy Couture, he's a wrestler. So hopefully he's like, you know. Hopefully he fights smart. Yes. All right, next up, I don't know. What do we say about this one? We got Irene Aldana versus Carol Rosa. Irene Aldana, KO, second round. Irene, she's got power. She has great takedown defense. And she's only lost to champions. Her last loss was to Amanda Nunez. And then the last loss before that was Holly Holm. So she, she is a monster. She's got power for days. I just think that... You know, she's going to give Carol Rosa her first KO finish. Carol Rosa's never been finished by knockout until Saturday night. In the second round. The first one. Yeah, yeah, I don't have much excuse me, written down for this fight either. Irene has eight KOs, so it's three subs. Carol has four KOs, two subs, uh, fairly close. She is a, Irene, uh, Carol is a BJJ black belt. So she might look to try and grapple more and take advantage of Irene in that aspect. But yeah, I was looking at uh, Irene's record. Like I said, her last fight was the champion. And she lost to Holly Holm. And then I think the, the fight before that was another previous champion or a pretty big name as well. I just can't remember who it was now. So uh, I'm going with Irene as well. You know. I like this second round. First round, fill it out. Second round, put it up on her. Put yeah. it away. All right. Man, this fight, I'm pretty excited about. We got a replacement fighter. We got Bryce Mitchell versus Josh Emmett. 
Oh, man, everybody should know who Bryce Mitchell is by now. He's got nine subs. He's a BJJ black belt. Um, I've kind of seen Bryce do the same thing in a lot of his fights. Um, he tries to grind out, push the pace. He gets takedown after takedown. Then once he gets you down, he tries to arm triangle you. He's finished a few arm triangles, but people are starting to catch on to that. For some reason, uh, arm triangle is, if you have a good defense, you can defend it all the time, no matter what. It's really hard for people to arm triangle me. Um, I can just defend it all day. So when they can't, when Bryce Mitchell doesn't get that arm triangle, people end up turning to their side. He's knocked in a few arm bar finishes from there. Or they end up giving him their back, and then he sinks in a rear naked choke. It happens time after time in Bryce Mitchell's fight. He does. He has the same game plan for every fight. I'm telling you, watch. He, he does the same thing. Bryce also did a twister choke, which, man, that's really hard to do, even in a BJJ competition. Josh Emmett, six KOs, two subs, BJJ purple belt. He's training a team alpha male. He's a collegiate wrestler. He's kind of more of a stand and bang kind of guy, in my opinion. He loves to strike. You can see how his eyes light up, and he just starts getting crazy with the punches, and that's, that's just what he loves to do, it seems like to me. I think that's a bad matchup for Bryce. Um, Bryce has lost a few times. Just once, once or twice now. One, one he's time only, he to, to pour up. Just once, yeah, he's only lost once now, and he's never been knocked out. And I think that's what Josh's plan will try to do is outstrike him. And when when Josh comes in too powerful, Bryce is just going to scoop up his legs and take him down. That's what he does. Um, I, I just see Bryce winning this fight. I think it's a bad matchup for Josh. I really do. Yeah. I, Bryce Mitchell's wrestling style is similar to uh, Pop Warner football tackles. You know, you wait until they come in, then you wrap the legs and push, dump them down, and it works. Like you know, Bryce Mitchell is, I believe, a purple belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. I think he's a black belt. It might, it might be a black belt. Yeah. Uh, Josh Emmett, you know, he's got, he has the ability to knock you out, but just like you yeah. said, you know, he is a wrestler. But he's like that new style wrestling where he only uses it as a last resort. I think he's going to push forward. Bryce is going to, you know, tackle him, essentially, get him on the ground. Bryce is quick. He has cardio. When he fought Tapora, he looked like he was battling an illness because he didn't look, you know, as fluid as he usually does. His unorthodox style, if he's got full cardio, it's going to be a great fight. I think this one's going to go all three rounds. And this one has a potential of everyone wishing we had two more rounds to watch. You know, I, I think Bryce is going to get his hands raised. Well, hand raised. But it, it's going to be a good one. and It's going to be a decision. I'm excited for it. It's great end of the prelims. Hey. Right, it'll be a good one. I'm I'm excited for this fight too. I'm looking forward to it. And on short notice, that's right, right. I think he's gonna get it done. Yep. The earth is round, but he'll win. Right, man. All yeah. right. 
Now we're gonna kick off the meat of the main card. We got Ian Machado Gary versus Vicente Luque. I was doing research. I I can't tell if they're current teammates or former teammates, but they were both right. at Killcliffe FC. Unfortunately, Wikipedia says they're still there. But, I saw that too, so I wasn't sure either. But I heard that Machado left because I heard Luque saying, "Oh, I knocked him out in practice, and then he left." So there's a lot of back and forth going on with the whole, you know, Machado Gary and like the, the wife and shit. Right. But who cares about that when he gets in the cage? Because he is a monster. None of that matters. Yeah. Exactly. And his wrestling. He mixes it great with his striking. I think he's going to be too much for Luca. I think he's going to get his hand raised. And I, I think it's going to go less than 15 minutes. I think he's going to get a finish. And it's going to set him up for a title shot. Dang, really? Man. I am so he's unsure 13, about this He's 13-0. Like, yeah, yeah. But yeah. he's only ranked number 10. So, you know, maybe they'll put him up with like a... Hamza, but then you have two of your biggest welterweight star, or you know, two of your biggest stars. Man, dude, it's crazy that you think uh, Ian's gonna be Vicente. I'm just, I'm so not sure, man. Vicente's got 11 KOs, eight subs. He's a BJJ black belt. He's a lucha, lucha libre black belt. In Brazilian position wrestling. The guy is dangerous, dangerous anywhere. He's definitely known for his BJJ. Ian Gary, seven KOs. Once uh, he's a black belt in judo, like you said, he's undefeated. He does have really great striking. He's got really good defense, too. Um, I just don't know if if Ian is ready for this kind of fight. I feel like it's a huge step up for him, even though he's undefeated and doing really well. Um it, I, you know, Vicente's last win was against Rafael Dos Anjos. So even even though Vicente's the underdog, I just think uh, Ian Gary isn't ready for this big of a step up. Um, so so I'm going with Vicente on this one, even even with the underdog. And you know, I could be dumb for picking him, but. But is he an underdog because of the popularity that Gary has? Probably. Probably a lot of people are favoring him to pick the fight, and that's why you know more people are betting on Ian Gary to so become yeah. the favorite, things like that. It's a hard pick, though. Um, I think I think if Ian wins this fight, it really shows how legitimate he is, honestly. Yeah. The tie. You either there? Yeah, I'm good. Vinny, Vinny's acting weird over there. He's like just laying there like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I can't see it. <laughs> dogs are dogs. My dogs are crazy. I was like hoping they would jump up on me or something. Anyway, next up we have Tony Ferguson versus Patty Pimblay. Everybody knows both of these fighters. If you don't, you're a casual. <laughs> Tony has 12 KOs, 8 subs, 
BJJ Black Belt, NCWA wrestler. He's been training with David Goggins, doing some real crazy stuff, throwing up while he's training, real, real psychopath stuff. He is on a six fight losing streak, which is insane. Most people are, are let go from the UFC by then, honestly. Uh, Patty Pimblake, six KOs, nine subs, BJJ Black Belt. The, the man's not afraid for the fight to go anywhere. That's what I really like about Patty. He doesn't matter. He doesn't really have a particular area where he likes to fight. It's like wherever the opponent takes him, he's comfortable fighting there. He, he gets out of crazy different things and, and come back and win. I just, I don't know, man. The way things are going for Tony and, and Patty's doing really well, I, I think Patty's going to win. You know, I I too have that Tony's been training with David Goggins for this fight. Yeah, it's crazy. Is Tony was twelve and zero, and now he's zero and six. It's it's crazy. Uh, Patty is undefeated in the UFC, even with that controversial win over Jared Gordon. You know, he has had a layoff because he had that surgery. So yeah. I think this is a great matchup for Patty. Uh, Tony doesn't, you know, he's, he's a little older, so he doesn't have, he's never really had that much power. He was just the boogeyman who would just keep pushing forward. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He has great jujitsu, but so does Patty. So, yeah. I think, I think Patty wins. I think this is a great fight to, you know, give Patty that big name <laughs> win, even though. When Patty wins, they're gonna say, "Oh, he's you know lost seven in a row," but it's still Tony Ferguson. So I wouldn't even say Patty's gonna get the stoppage. I said it. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. What? I I think Patty's gonna get a finish on him. Oh, oh, a finish. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, John. Yeah. Probably will. Yeah, yeah. It's probably gonna get a knockout or something. Or yeah, yeah. I can do it. All right, next one. This one is weird to me. Shavkat Rachmanov versus Stephen Thompson. Stephen Thompson was asking for this fight. And, you know, although Thompson is a, you know, unorthodox, great stand-up, great striker, Shavkat, is, he's, he's going to get it done. I think this one, I think it'll go all 15 minutes. But I think it'll be a lopsided victory for Shavkat. I, I don't see Stephen Thompson winning. You know, maybe he can catch him. But I just, I don't, I think this is a stepping stone for Shavkat and not as much of a title shot chance for Thompson. I feel you, for sure. Shavkat, AKOs, nine subs, Sambo Master. He's undefeated. He's the former N1 Global Welterweight Champion. The guy is dangerous anywhere. Stephen Thompson, eight KOs, one sub, the BJJ Brown belt, a black belt in tempo, a black belt in kickboxing. Uh, Stephen, in my opinion, is more of like a, a point fighter. You know, he's really light on his feet. He moves in and out, and, and sometimes he gets lucky with the power shot KO. Um, but, but he's more of a uh, stick and move type of guy. 
And yeah, Steven's starting to get older now. And uh, yeah, I just, I don't think he's going to win this fight either. Uh, I'm thinking Shakarat all day too. I wouldn't. It's tough because I like Steven Thompson, but I just, I, I don't see a, a way unless he catches him. Right, right. I mean, he could get lucky, but I don't, I just, I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Co-main event, it's a title fight. Two title fights on this card. Can you be more excited? Alexander Pantoja versus Brandon Morabell. Man, man, Alexander's got AKOs, 10 subs. He's a BJJ black belt. Uh, I mean, he's fought everyone in this division. And, you know, he fought for the title before. Uh, didn't go his way. He just won the title now. He's going to defend it. Uh, I mean, this guy has fought a lot of people. The BJJ black belt. So uh, he, he's got some uh, insane movement. He can he can really do some crazy stuff while rolling uh, uh, with his jiu-jitsu, in my opinion. Brandon Royvel is not to be taken lightly, though. He's got five KOs, eight subs. He's a BJJ black belt. He trains at Factory X in Denver. Um, man, he's had three fight of the night performances. Uh, and uh, he's had three fight of the night and a performance award. So you know he puts on exciting fights. Um, I, I think he's really going to come for it. Uh, and I, I think he does have a chance to, to, get, uh, to get a knockout. I think he's hungry. I think he really wants it. Um, but I think I think Pantoja's going to win this fight. Um, Pantoja, uh, I don't know if maybe because it's, it's Brazilian and a language barrier, but like when you hear the guy speak, he kind of sounds like he he has some brain damage or, or he's been hit in the head a little too many times, in my opinion. Um, uh, that does worry me a little bit, but it also lets me know that that Pantoja is coming hard and he's never going to get up, give up. Even if he gets rocked, he's going to keep moving forward and maybe get a takedown if he gets hit too hard. And and he, I mean, he has eight KOs and ten subs, so he can finish the fight anywhere. I just, uh, I think Pantoja's going. I agree. Uh, so Pantoja and Ravel have fought before. Pantoja won by submission. Uh, Ravel's won three in a row since, and obviously Pantoja's won the title since. Um, Ravel has a hundred percent takedown accuracy, which is crazy, knowing he got submitted. Which means wow. he took Pantoja down, and Pantoja got the submission. Right. Now, with that, will Roy Val go in there a little gun shy and keep it on the feet, which gives Pantoja the the advantage? Ooh, probably. I, I'm going with Pantoja. I think he's going to get it done. He's going to take a 2-0 on this most likely inevitable trilogy, and he will stay the champion. Yeah. All right. You ready for the main event? Yes, I am. 
Leon Edwards versus Colby Covington. Ooh. You know, Leon struggled with takedown after takedown, and then head kick out of nowhere, and he won the title. Everyone was like, oh, it's a fluke, it's a fluke. Then he fought Kamara again. He did better on the takedown defense, was able to keep it standing, and he got the decision. Although close, he still got the decision. Can he stop Colby's takedowns? That's the question. I I don't see it. It hurts me to say I, this. I, I would love I would love Leon to win, but Colby's chain wrestling is on a different level, especially for an American style wrestler. But I think I hope Leon wins. I could really see Colby winning. But since I have to make a decision, I'm going to say it's a very, very close split decision. Leon Edwards gets his hand raised. Ooh, I, yeah, think, I think it, while it's on the feet, Leon will do enough to... He'll do enough takedown stopping, like, you know, defense, and keeping on the feet long enough to edge out a decision. Yeah. Oh, man, I think this is going to be a good fight. It probably will go all five rounds. Leon's got seven KOs, 13 subs, BJJ black belt. He's got that kick like he showed against Usman. He's got great setup. He's tricky. Kobe's four KOs, four subs, BJJ black belt. He's kind of known for his mouth and antics like Chael Sonnen. Um, you know, he's, he's just talks a lot of shit. He's a collegiate wrestler. Um, he goes for takedown take after takedown, like you said. He's a chain wrestler. He's going to push the pace. He looks to grind out a win. The question is, is Leon going to be able to stop those takedowns and do enough damage in between all of the shots. I definitely see this going five rounds. Uh, like you said, it's whoever whoever gets more done. If Kobe can hold him down and keep him down and land a couple shots, he'll probably get it. But if Leon can get back up, land some counter punches before he gets taken down again, maybe bust his eye open or something, he'll get the win. Uh, he gotta beat the champ. You know, you, you can't just, just grind out a win and, and hold them down and do nothing. Um, it'll be a great fight. If I have to pick, I'm going to pick Colby just because just cause his style. He's going to grind and grind and grind. But if it's close, they will give it to Leon. So he's got to do more than just take him down and hold him down. You can't can't just hold him there. And so. that's what happened with Camaro is he didn't do enough to justify no. a win over a champion. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, it's going to be a great night of of fights. We're going to be watching. We hope you watch with us. What do you think, Matt? I know you got to keep going. I think, you know, this is a great card to end the year, and it's going to be worth all the hype. I'm excited for it. Right, right. It's going to be worth every penny, so you better buy. You better place bets. better listen to our advice. Man, comment. We love to hear what you think. Let us know. We gotta go. Two dudes in a cage. Thanks for watching.